You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Nate Burleson has made the smooth transition from NFL playmaker to broadcaster. You can see him every weekday on NFL Network's Emmy-nominated Good Morning Football at 7 Eastern. Nate, thanks so much for taking the time. Can I take some credit for your tremendous broadcasting career? Because I'm going to take you back to years ago. You may not remember. It was the middle of the night, 3 o'clock local time in Southern California when I I was working on NFL AM, and you joined us on the couch while you were still playing. Uh, listen, I appreciate that. What, what, what do you need? How much do I owe? <laughs> I just want 10% after your agent gets 10%. But, Nate, great to see oh, you man. doing right, so well man, on I NFL. I can't anytime soon if i got to pay you. Then. Well, you but, got 19 no, jobs. Do, do you got that. you got 19 I, jobs now, so welcome to how it works in sports media. All right, let, let's get into the Ezekiel Elliott football conversation. We know he's going to play in the season opener on Sunday Night Football against the Giants. If he has to miss the next six games, how do the Cowboys fare without him? You know, I, I have so much faith in that offensive line that I feel like they'll be okay. They, you know, it's kind of dismissive to the talent of Ezekiel Elliott. I mean, you know, we got to keep in mind that he did lead the league in rushing, so he's extremely talented and, and can do things that Darren McFadden or Alfred Morris can't do. Uh, but they, they got weapons. Like, let's not forget that these guys are surrounded by a ton of talent. You know, Dak Prescott had a great showing his rookie season, broke all kind of rookie records, and then – finds himself now as the starter, undoubtedly. So you got to envision Dak Prescott this year versus last year. Last year he was a third-string quarterback. Kellen Moore was supposed to start after Tony Romo goes down. They bring in a third-stringer named Dak, and all of a sudden he takes the world by storm. Now you fast-forward another offseason. He has a whole year to learn this playbook that Scott Linehan has. So instead of him taking it week by week last year saying, hey, Here's a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time. Now he's giving them the full entree. So you can go out there and work with the full playbook. You get the appetizer, the entree, and dessert. Do your thing. And not to mention Des Bryant, back healthy, looking good. Jason Witten, Hall of Famer. So to answer your question, I feel like they'll be okay. Now, will they be better with Zeke? Of course. I mean, every team is better with the superstar. But can they hold down the fort until Zeke gets back? Most definitely. And still be in contention to contend for a playoff spot and possibly a Super Bowl. Nate, it's good to hear from you, bro. I had a chance to see you, I think, where were we at uh, the Super Bowl, and we chatted for yeah, a half a yeah. second. Uh, but good to see you on the show, man. You're doing a phenomenal job. Um, when when looking at Dak, of course, no one's going to give him all the credit in the world because they're looking more at the offensive lineman, but they're forgetting Tony Romo had that same offensive line. But everyone gave Tony Romo that respect. Mm, and when it comes to respect, uh, when it comes to a quarterback, Matthew Stafford, uh, he's been playing some of the best football of any quarterback with less consistently over the years and did even a better job without a Calvin Johnson this past yeah. season. Tell me how much credit should you give, whether it be the team around him or Matthew Stafford in a sense of how he approached every game since he's been the starting quarterback for the Detroit Lions? See, Cordell, that's why I like talking to you, man. You said exactly what I was going to say. You hit it on the head, bro. Listen, Matt Stafford has done exactly what he's needed to do since he got in the league. He's improved year by year. Of course, when he first got in, he was somewhat of a gunslinger. But when you got that type of cannon of an arm, you're going to sit back and you're going to think you can make every throw. It takes a little bit of time for you to understand what throws not to make and having that discernment when delivering the rock. I think the biggest thing that you brought up was the fact that he got better after Calvin left. Now, it's not saying that Calvin Johnson you know, wouldn't make the Detroit Lions a much better team. Of course, we all know that. But 
it's the fact that when Calvin retired, he was able to spread the ball around. That was the ultimate question, right? Can can he pass the ball to different individuals throughout the course of a game without having to need a Calvin Johnson or lean on a Calvin Johnson? Golden Tate went out there making plays, 1,000-yard receiver. Marvin Jones, 1,000-yard receiver. Eric Ebron finding his way as a tight end. You know, those are all questions that Matt Stafford has really had to answer himself. And, and let's keep in mind, he did all this last year, having all those great comebacks, comeback kid, fourth quarter, overtime wins, without a running attack. Amir Abdullah, Theo Riddick, these guys were banged up. He was doing this going into games where defense was saying, hey, we stopped Stafford, we stopped the Lions. And there were still times that they still couldn't stop Matt Stafford. So, uh, you know, him making that big contract, I mean, it's well-deserved. You know, in, in this day and age, you got to have the right timing. Um, you got to be healthy. And you got to be productive. You don't necessarily have to be a Super Bowl champion or the best at your position, but you got to be tops at your position. Now, the ultimate question is not really who gets the credit for Matt Stafford and him making such a big-time uh, leap and how much he's getting paid. It's when are you going to bring that ring to Detroit? Because more than anything, people have been waiting. Now, the ultimate validation for a guy getting a break-the-bait contract is one, you know, of course, getting a Pro Bowl nod and, and people praising you as one of the best in the game. But if you bring that ring home, if you come back to Michigan and you say, hey, Detroit, I did this for you, then all of a sudden there isn't a question about is he worth it. It's what do we need to do to keep him around for the rest of his career. As you know, Lion fans have been waiting since 1957, the curse of Bobby Lane. He's Cordell Stewart. I'm Brian Weber chatting with Nate Burleson of NFL Network. Nate, you spent a lot of time in Southern California, so I want to make sure we cover the three late games on Sunday. Scott Tolzien gets the start for Andrew Luck as the Colts now have to move on without their franchise quarterback. If Luck misses several games with a shoulder injury, how much trouble are the Colts in? I believe they're in big trouble. You look at that Colts offense and you pay attention to the preseason without Andrew Luck. They struggle at the quarterback position. I believe it was two touchdowns total by the quarterbacks that they threw um, in the preseason. And what happened uh, as of last week, they trade for Jacoby Brissett, right? It's kind of a shocker when you think about them dealing away Dorsett. That doesn't shock me as much because he hasn't really been that first-round pick that they've been waiting to take the league by storm and take the top off for coverages. So they deal him away uh, to the Patriots, which I feel like anybody that goes in a Patriots uniform is going to be a superstar. So let's just get ready to get our Patriots Dorsett number um, in, in jersey and put that in our closet because every single guy shows up and makes plays. But it's, it's the addition of Brissett. Why would they go out there and make that trade? Why would they go out there and pull away a quarterback that we've seen do good things in a Patriots uniform? I think that says more about their backup quarterback situation than it does about Andrew Luck and their starting quarterback situation. That's an insurance policy on top of the uncertainty they have of Scott Tozin. And this is nothing against Tozin. You know, he's, he's done a sufficient job to be the backup of Andrew Luck. But when you look at the preseason, I don't think everybody was satisfied in saying, all right, we're good. We're good with Tozin until Luck is back. I even went as far on the network and said it on the show that you might see Jacoby Brissett in the coach uniform on the field before you see Andrew Luck back on the field as a starter. At 425 Eastern time, uh, the NFC as well as the National Football League's, uh, let's just say two best quarterbacks, two of the best quarterbacks in it, 
uh, and the Seattle Seahawks with Russell Wilson and also the Green Bay Packers with Aaron Rodgers. Give me your take, because there's a debate about who's the best quarterback in the NFC. But when I look at these two teams, Seattle having to travel on the road to go to Green Bay, give me your take on that game and, and what the outcome's probably going to be. Green Bay, one of the toughest places to play. It's, it's, it's one of those places that, you know, just kind of captures you with the nostalgia so you get caught up in you know, the, the rural feel of, of playing in Lambeau. But with all that said, you know, I, I can appreciate the fact you said there's a question about who's the best quarterback in the NFC. There's a question of who's the better quarterback in this game. Now, some may be listening to major out of your mind. It's Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is absolutely the best. And I'm not mad if you believe that. But you got to give Russell Wilson credit. Last year, he banged up, had the ankle, and the MCL was still out there in pocket, delivering rocks, doing his thing. year before, remember when he got hot and he had the hottest streak of any quarterback in that season? Um, and the latter he, part of that season, yeah. Now. Mm-hmm. Yep, he's back healthy. So for me, I feel like you have to have that question. And more than the other storylines of the wide receivers, the Legion of Boom, it's a head-to-head match. This old school, who's a better player? And if you really think that I'm stretching – comparing Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers are having them in the same conversation. Just look at the rings they got. Yeah. Those guys got the same jewelry box. That one Super Bowl ring. Aaron Rodgers is looking for another one. And, of course, Russell Wilson is looking for another one. So, um, this is going to be a great matchup. I tip the scale to Seattle because I feel like the Legion of Boom can smother Devontae as and Jordy Nelson that I feel like is one of the best duo combinations at the wide receiver position. And then Ty Montgomery. Ty Montgomery at the running back position for the Packers. I know he's good, and I know he's going back to a familiar position that he's played before. I'm not sure that he can hold down the fort up against the Legion of Boom. And then you look at the host of running backs that they got over there in Seattle. Um, you know, Thomas Rawls, Postsize, Chris Carson, who was having an unbelievable preseason, the young fella doing his thing. There's just too many weapons that are back healthy. Earl Thomas healthy. Tyler Lockett healthy. Russell Wilson healthy. It's a lot of weapons for the Packers to deal with. Nate, always a pleasure. Keep it going on NFL Network. Have a great debut in the regular season for CBS on Sunday. But one week, I want to lay down this challenge for you and the crew on Good Morning Football. Do that show at 3 o'clock in the morning, my man, and do it for four oh. hours, and then call me after nine months, okay? <laughs> All right. You, okay, you right, bro. You right. You get the nod. I, I, I go ahead and let you have it. <laughs> Worked out so well for me. I'm working with Cornell now. Nate, we appreciate the time. Thank you, my friend. All right, fellas. Appreciate you. Good night. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on. Tune in.